0: So I want to quickly start off this show with an apology. You know, that that's something that you should do on these shows once in a while. Let's start off with an apology. You know, we're what only do? two episodes in now. Welcome to Cartridge and Quarters, a Pixel Play retro podcast. My name is Adam. Jin and Chris here with me. I am CS Radical. I should also include that part. But yes, we have an apology to make. So on the last show, as it turns out, we said that Chrono Cross, the remaster, was not going to offer... The original soundtrack, instead, I was gonna do a completely redone soundtrack. And as I've learned, nah, the soundtrack actually sounds pretty close to the original now. Seems like they just put out some extra songs. So I'm going to apologize for the fans that after the first episode of the show, we already completely made a pretty bad mistake. Who I'm not going to apologize for is Square, because apparently they need to be apologizing to us because the remaster is not that great. I have seen footage. It looks like a game that just came out on PlayStation in 2000, if not earlier.
1: For research, I actually picked up the
0: game and I can confirm everything you just said. (laughs) You know, I guess if you wanted to make a faithful presentation of a PlayStation original, you keep the 15 frames per second that it used to have in certain areas. I guess that makes sense.
1: Yeah, except when that 15 frames per second is when you walk into a town, when the background shifts to change to the slight left or at the swi- slight right, or you get into a battle, or you're in a battle, or you're leaving a battle.
0: I'm sorry to think that it's a bad 15.
1: port. It's it's It has the exact same slowdowns as the p s one version. I don't get it, so so I, basically that was like a disk that was
0: I assumed the issue, so basically, they took the original, made it slightly shinier, fucked up the font because that's what Square loves to do is make the fonts look like crap now,
1: yeah. I don't know what's up with them in fonts,
0: and then not much else.
1: <laughs> no. i I actually spent probably an hour today. I would, because there was three different um, settings. Well, sorry, there's three different video settings. And then just graphics. Do you want the original or the remastered new version? I would, like, put it on the original graphics. Put it on just normal video mode, which is the 4 by 3 Load it up. Play the first 10 minutes in that first dungeon. Okay, quit out. Change it to the next version where it's, like, widescreen. Where they actually do, sorry, full screen, they call it. Which is just... The four by three stretched, which is like, ah, that's weird, everybody got like bigger and wider. Serge, are you okay? (laughs) Like, load that up for 10 minutes, play that a bit, exit back out, switch to the other video. I took screenshots, I was like in it. I'm like, I need to know like, what is the best version of this? And it turns out none of them give me exactly what I want.
0: What version (laughs) did you end up purchasing?
1: I purchased the Switch version, um just because i like the screenshots and everything i want to be able to take them and if i'm gonna play this like i'm gonna play it on the go that's probably like on the cu- when on the go means on the couch yeah or in bed um but i definitely will be picking up the pc version too it's like probably during the steam summer sale or something it seems that's like where the that's mods gonna be the direction the yeah
0: because like yeah it seems like this is gonna be the only way we're gonna get a decent port like sure square might patch this thing to make it better mm-hmm. but like I don't think it's going to have the same amount of love that it would have if the fans were taking care of it. I mean, you look at some of the patches, like Cyberpunk was fixed long before it was officially done by because yeah. fans tell with that stuff real quick. This is going to be a similar thing. I imagine like they're going to... Somebody's going to come out there like what Final Fantasy IX did where they put a really nice like HQ mod. Somebody's oh, yeah. going to do the same thing for this game and also like fix all the other broken crap that goes on in it. And we're going to be sitting here being like, Square... You've had 25 plus years to do this and you couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. It's like, it's just the PS1 game. And it's weird because you know how like there'll be the black bars on the side. They actually put like a little filter there. It's like a slight blue hint that's kind of like, oh, it's a little lighter up here. And then it goes into like black down here. I was like, why not put like nice artwork? If you're going to leave it like this, Put like some cool Chrono Cross artwork on the side or make it that you can pick and choose because this is very simple. I've seen lots of games do this where it's like a retro arcade game but you get to pick whatever set of the black bars like, hey, here's some like cool side artwork.
0: I mean, I think the Super Game Boy did that on SNES. You're asking for way too much from a company that doesn't like that. As we (laughs) said last week, doesn't care about its retro stuff that brought it to the mainstream in the first place.
1: Yeah yeah it uh i don't get it like i i also loaded up the old graphics i'm like maybe that'll be better they did clean up a little bit like even the backgrounds and stuff with the nicer graphics but all they've done is kind of smoothed it it's not like they actually upped the image they just applied a filter to kind of get rid of the graininess
0: yeah it's less like it's upscaled and like they change the aspect ratio it's just we made it shinier and we're like cool what what else We made it shinier. All right, right, Square, thanks.
1: In certain scenes where it's, you're in the dungeon or something, and everything was that pre-rendered background, and you were walking on it, it looks like your characters are standing on top of a piece of, like, like a painting, and they're running on the outside of a piece of paper, because they look so crisp. And then the background, you can tell, is this just JPEG image, just on the back in towns and stuff it's not so bad because there's so many moving assets that they have there but you walk into a dungeon and there's no enemies on the screen you're like oh that's weird so the old graphics looks better there because at least everything just blurs together like crap but yeah it's it's interesting i mean i'm still enjoying it like as i was playing it i started to not notice that stuff and just like go into battles and i was like ooh, i remember this and then i also pulled out this Ooh, and it's shining too it's oh yes special edition cover from eb games circa 1999 or 2000 i don't know whatever that,
0: that that's know. game stuff for people who don't trade on the stock market
1: yes this <laughs> yeah i um i was like oh i wonder because i went on the chronocross subreddit and everybody was posting two things that and a clock that came with the original when you bought on ps1 Ooh. and i actually had that clock i mean it, this is it was a really it was like a piece of plastic one battery but I actually had that on my bedside for, like, years back in, you know, early 2000s. Um, and then I was like, oh, I wonder where that is. Couldn't find it. But I found the strategy guide, and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to do it through
0: this. I was like, maybe I will use the strategy guide. Take that, Google. I mean, if, if I use the strategy guide, I might actually get stuff, because the only thing that I, I... I don't even remember how to get the most powerful weapon in the game anymore. Like, that's how long it's been. So I, I would 100% need a guide in front of me to be like, hey, dipshit, oh, yeah. here's all the things that you don't remember.
1: Yeah, it's like, even in the first area, there's that pink dog you can get, like Pushol or Pashol. I don't even know how to say the name. Well, either way, you can get this pink dog and it's the first character you can actually recruit. Saw the dog, tried to talk to it, and it was like, I'm busy. And then there was the little girl and she's like, oh, if you get Paschol's favorite, her, his or her, I don't even remember if it was a boy or a girl dog, um, favorite food, like, oh, they'll join you. And I was like, okay, I remember this. There's something in my head where it's like, you got to find a bone or something. Search around the town, randomly click on a bed, find the bone. I'm like, oh my God, I'm actually getting my first character in the way I remember. So I go talk to the dog. I'm busy. Leave me alone. I'm like, what is happening? It took me forever to remember. You have to hit like the Y button and it brings up
0: items that you can use as like key items to use on people. Took me like 20 minutes. Just remember that. See, but... It's either that or we go to the current day, like Assassin's Creed games, where it has tooltips for you every five seconds. So oh, it depends on which way true. you want to go. This is better. This some is people better. are like, you know, I'm kind of tired of all these things. And then they play the games that don't give them tips and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because the game, when it starts, it gives you just this screen of controls. And some of them are so friggin weird because it's got like fast forward it's got um like up like put yourself to maximum health i guess or something i don't know what the a battle up means i have no idea um and auto battle and slow down i don't know why in a game that's already running at like 15 fps you'd be like i want i need this to go slower and put it in slow motion i'm doing like speed up because screw this um and sometimes i'll do auto battle when i'm like okay like let's how do, how good does this run um but the there's so like even if you want to go back to the main menu, you have to hold L1, R1, L2, R2, and hit start. And that's how you return to the main menu if you want to switch to like radical dreamers instead of Chrono Cross or change a setting. You want to change the graphics? You'd think you could do it on the fly and compare? No, you have to ex- save your game, exit out to the main menu, change, load back in. It's just Well yeah, it not... wasn't
0: in the original, Chris. Oh my gosh.
1: Uh, and the HD Rumble? made my switch actually do a whining sound the the rumble is turned up to a thousand that whatever thing that spins in there was actually making a sound like an engine on a car i actually (laughs) thought my switch was broken i had to turn it off because it was just like like i get it i'm on an elevator but what a hideous sound and it was just like going crazy i guess all the other games have it turned up to like like just a little bit so it was either on or off you can't even turn it down Oh, my goodness.
0: I find with most games, though, in general, Rumble, I just don't like very much.
1: I don't mind Rumble if it's, like, subtle or it makes sense. Like Astro's Playroom on PS5 and that kind of stuff, like, obviously. Um, But, yeah, for this, it was just there for the sake of it. Like, oh, you're on an elevator. Oh, Rumble, yeah, I get it.
0: It's like, (laughs) oh, yeah, the ground is slightly shaken.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or something's, like, walking and it's like... But it's, like, this small character. It's like, I don't get it. Are they very heavy?
0: <laughs> well, uh. you know, it's a shame. The first like major remastered release that we talk about on the show is mostly a dud. I mean, at some point we'll both play through it, and we'll be back here talking about. It. Oh man, I forgot how good Chrono Cross is. We're not gonna be sitting here talking about how great the port was. We'll just be saying how good the no. original was. That'll yeah, be about. Yeah, it's the original. It. If I really want to, I mean, you basically. To, if I really want to, I could just pull out my original copy and play it on my PS2. Yes, it is can. possible. So there's always that.
1: Or you can put your Xbox into developer mode and just put all the different emulators on there and play it on your TV, probably in a higher quality because the emulation scene on games is usually insane with what fans are willing to do to their you know, copies that, where they put the ISO on and do all that kind of stuff.
0: I think what she meant to say is legally purchase all the tools required and not do anything totally illegal. Correct. Actually,
1: your Xbox has a disc. You can probably put it, the game in there and it runs through the emulator at UpGraphics, but you're still playing your original game.
0: Ah, so I can play with RTX on, you're saying?
1: Yes. Oh, that would be so weird because this game was not just... And the game's so bright, I assumed this the whole thing would just be like a... Oh my gosh, like a Michael Bay explosion for 45 Why, why, am, I, AM. why am
0: I suddenly playing, like, Lord of the Rings? What's happening? <laughs> I don't know what I can compare Uh, Chrono Cross to. It's not really not really something you can compare it to. No, no, not at all.
1: No, absolutely not.
0: Well, it's it's hard to say, like every time that we see things get remastered or reported or repackaged, you always wonder, right? That you know they're gonna do it justice. And we've seen it come and go, we've seen things go really, really well, we've seen things go really, really bad. Generally speaking, you would have figured that an emulated PlayStation game wouldn't be too hard.
1: Yeah. yeah. And
0: I mean, we see it over and over again when things just get ported, like say what Nintendo does with a virtual console. Uh, we saw PlayStation do it for a while with uh, PS2 on PS4 until they decided that it wasn't worthwhile anymore. And then hopefully we'll see them start doing it again with the new PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Do you, when whenever a game is getting released, that's an old, old like game, like not a remake, just a straight up like remastering or just a report, like a re-release. Do you ever worry these days because i think the track record that we're starting to see is giving me the vibes of like even old games aren't free of of really really bad game development by lazy developers
1: oh 100 yeah i definitely worry about it because you see these ports and then i like i was trying to think through this one as an example with the chrono cross because it's like all right these were pre-rendered backgrounds if they don't have the original assets or, or whatever like it probably is very hard to upscale that Maybe. I don't know. Because then we see the fans on Steam with, like, Final Fantasy IX and they up it and it looks amazing. So maybe not. Um But I also think, like, okay, is this very difficult to do? Is it not very difficult to do? Because you got the new character models. You know, what if you did go in and just design some new background images? You know, what if, like, how long would that take? How long did it originally take? Um It seems like a lot of developers, especially Square Enix, um, and other ones for sure. Like, you'll take any of them. It seems like they're taking the games, they're not really fixing any of the code, they add just new character sprites which don't always look good, because of like, you know, the, all the mobile versions of Final Fantasy 5 and 6 and stuff like that that were horrible. Um, they up the characters, because it's probably the easiest thing to do, and then they might change some music, maybe, and they just make it available again now, but they leave all the bugs in, and it's almost like they're just cashing in. A part of me is still happy because take Chrono Cross, there was no other way to play that for a long time. Like if I I still, I probably do have my PlayStation 1 disc, but even if I do, I'd have to find a PS2 or PS1 because I don't even know if I have one anymore. And it would be a pain to try and go through, find it. Then you have the actual hookups and I only have the HDMI, so I'd have to get another adapter and stuff. So for 26 Canadian dollars or whatever it was, Am I at least happy that it was... like It's not a remaster, it's basically a port. Am I glad that this port is there for an emergency so I can play one of my favorite games? Yes. In a way, I'm very happy. But do I worry that like people like me who are willing to just buy a lazy port because they don't have access any other way to this anymore is probably making this worse? Yes. Because I bought Final Fantasy V and VI on Steam back when it was the very ugly graphics. I saw them going in, but I was like... How else right now am I going to play Final Fantasy V and VI unless I get them on my phone? Which was the same version anyways. It didn't really matter. Um, like legally, how would you get them, right? So, but I, but I bought them. And I, and I probably will keep doing this because I'm, I, I have this fear of missing out on some of my favorite games where I just want to play them again and hear the music. Because Chrono Cross is still great. I was loving it. But I mean, those FMVs come up and they're in 240p or whatever the heck they're in. And even on the Switch's 720 screen, it looks blurry as fuck. I'm like, I can't tell what this is even about. What's going on? It was like a wave coming at Surge in the beginning. I'm like, that doesn't look like a wave. It looks like white dots just sprinkling on the screen and all of a sudden it's water. Like
0: I, I, yeah. I need to pl- I need to play this on a 4K TV with my PS5 and see what happens. Just just to see the mess.
1: Yeah. And by do. do
0: that I mean not.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe one day it'll be a PlayStation Plus giveaway for a month or something. I mean, who knows?
0: It might be. Um, yeah. we also have more remasters that we are aware of now. Uh, rockstar and remedy or is it rockstar
1: rockstar and remedy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For, so for I was, max I was Payne. sitting
0: there being like, wait, which one's Rock? But either way, max Payne one and two, they're going to get remasters. Now we don't know when, but it seems like it's just like in, in the beginning stages, but Remedy's going to be the ones to do it. So one and two, three, I'm surprised is like, not even just being like re-released along with it. Maybe. Yeah, like, I was surprised by that it's too. It's old enough that I think you could do it. But mm-hmm. I mean, we're here talking about 20 years prior podcast. I don't even know if Max Payne original is technically 20 years, but let me actually quickly. That's got to be
1: real close. Because it is like, PS2
0: era, so it's real close. I mean, it applies yeah. because we just talked to PS2 era in general. Um, yeah. It was, oh yeah, it was released in July of t- 2001. So yeah, it's just over 20 years. Wow. Wow which would mean 2 can't be far behind it. 2 is yeah, 2003. So in another year and a half, it'll be 20 it'll be considered technically retro too. So wow, that's crazy. That's and crazy. like it's weird like I'm it's great to see it and then my brain stopped for a second and went, "Wait, you've never played the for the first two.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've I've never played the first two at all.
0: I've I've seen like all the different like videos of it and everybody talk about how cool it was just jumping around in bullet time and doing all the wacky shit. I did play and I did play three completely. I that that one I've oddly finished, but like I've never touched the original two just because like back in the PS2 days I played JRPGs and not much else. So you weren't gonna get catch me playing oh, yeah. playing uh, Max Payne. You maybe you would have caught me playing GTA, and that's about as far as I would have gotten. That wasn't oh, j- true. Japanese, so.
1: Yeah, that's is about exactly what you and me were on the exact same level on PS2. JRPGs, Kingdom Hearts, maybe the odd 3D platformer, if I just felt like a break. And then San Andreas GTA. That was, that was it. And I don't even think I finished that.
0: And I mean, it's even a game today with Max Payne that you could still play like regular because I believe there's still like PC releases. I'm sure GOG has to have it.
1: GOG would be the one that has
0: it. I, I'm assuming sure. they would. And, I mean, it's one of those games, too, that, like, it's pretty easy. You can clean that up, and it'll run just fine. You know, it's it's a game that you could play today, but the fact they're going to give it, like, I guess a shinier coat of paint is cool. Um, And in general, like, this is probably something I might take a look at down the road, too, because, again, like I said, I've completely missed out on this one, and it looks like the kind mm. of game that I would like to play now, because it's a shooter with something that's a little bit different. It's why, I mean, also, I guess it makes sense with Remedy being in charge of this now. Control is one of those very few shooters in the last like few years that i've gotten really into that you know do something different whereas most games it's just run crouch shoot snipe dive yeah. at oh, like yeah. at worst or at best you get to do like a prone dive like call of duty does but like at least with max Payne, there is a bit of a differentiation compared to most games where obviously the bullets like the almost the matrix level bullet time stuff and yeah being able to do the crazy stunts like that's something that I'm surprised a lot more games still don't really do. Yeah, that's true. They kind of, like, there was Max Payne, and then
1: that probably was a thing, PS2 era, where maybe they would try stuff like that, but yeah, there's no games in probably the last 10, 15 years, except for maybe Max Payne 3, where that's really happening, where anybody's even trying anything. Everybody's stuck to this one formula of the the Call of Duty first-person shooter, and then the big thing is they add grappling hooks now to everything. Like, that's, <laughs> that's
0: It's funny you say change. that, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's either that or, you know, they just put perks. So now you have a little bit more. You mm-hmm. have, like, a special power-up, like it's Overwatch now.
1: Yes, yes, yeah.
0: But yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. not going to lie. I'm actually pretty excited to potentially try this. And, and worst case scenario, if they say the port's bad, oh, well, I'm sure I can pay $5 and, and get, get the, the original, original copy and then just mess with that if I really wanted to. 100%. So.
1: I saw a lot of people talking about it online where they were they're almost ready to start a petition where it's like Max Payne's weird squished face because it's like an image of a face like on top of like animation or whatever. Um, They're like, please at least keep a mode where you can turn his squished face back on. (laughs) Like if they make it like a little more realistic with the, the actor and the character who played him, like please make squishy face an option again. And I mean, I would 100% play that. But I'm also on the same board with you. Like I didn't play the first two and I saw that and I was like, hey, first Remedy, so far so good. You haven't hurt me. So I'm good with you doing this. And I never got a chance to play these. So like, yeah, let's let's give it a go. This would probably be a lot of fun because back then I would see Max Payne. I'm like, I'm never going to play that. Like when I was, you know, in 2002. Now I look at it, I'm like, I'd love to give that a try. So yeah, I'm definitely excited for that one.
0: And they are building it specifically for PC, PS5, and, and Series X and S. So, it, at the very least, it looks like they're going to use the best technology they can get. So, I'm sure they're going to do their, their very best to keep that stuff 60 frames. I mean, with, w- depending on how far they want to go graphically, you could probably even jump it up to 120 if you really wanted to, because oh, yeah. that one's not going to demand nearly as much. So, it's, it seems like the kind of title that's going to be, at least given the proper care we would hope, I mean, it would be nice to see a Rockstar remaster, you know, not be a pile of broken shit.
1: Yeah, if it was Rockstar doing this, I would have been so worried and upset because of just every comparative image I've seen of the definitive edition of the GTA trilogy. There's no way I would be like uh, picking up and playing Max Payne if it was Rockstar doing a definitive edition or remaster or remake or anything.
0: Are you trying to say that you don't want a game where the rain looks like fucking light tubes? Yeah, I don't. All right, I don't. Well, not if, unless that was the
1: artistic style originally, I don't want that to be added in randomly.
0: You know, the, the inner rock star corporate chill in me is thinking that you just don't like nice things.
1: Ugh. Don't come at me with your rock star corporate chill.
0: <laughs> yeah, the, the, the rock star corporate chill that totally exists in this body. Yeah, 100%. I'm trying to no. think, though, like, how many games really use bullet time that well? I mean, games have tried to do it. I mean, obviously the matrix games were, were something that did it, but not a lot of games use slowdown. I mean, usually if you see slowdown, it's like a five to 10, like 10 second power up thing. Like we play killing floor two in our off hours and that'll have it for a moment. But like to be used as like an actual kind of like a, like a mechanic. I don't think a lot of games still do that, which is kind of surprising. No. Cause it really makes some moments really cool. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. at the same time, I guess a big reason for it is that, you know, it's the kind of thing that can take away from the gameplay or, you know, if you use it too much, all of a sudden it's not nearly as cool. So if you use it in specific situations, it makes sense. And also they're not doing the crazy diving stuff that say Max Payne does. So it's really just everything slows down, which isn't that different. So,
1: yeah, yeah, I see it like, well, obviously we'll see it a lot in like a sniper game situation like a Zombie Army or Sniper Elite or basically any game where you're a sniper and you shoot and get either a headshot or like a heart shot or something like that. It'll do like slow bullet time just to show how epic your shot was, but that's it. So it's very satisfying, but it's not like it's more of a mechanic. It's more just showing off a shot you did in normal real time.
0: Yeah, 100%. No. If, but either way, like I'm pretty stoked to see this get it. I think that's that's a game that a lot of people, especially a newer generation, hasn't really seen yet. Because Max Payne Three has also been a ways away. I think that's like early 2010s. So yeah, that's yeah. It's definitely been a while since any of these games have come out, and it'd be nice for them to realize that Rockstar isn't just GTA Five. Yeah, I, I know I'm that's shocking it. to some people, but Rockstar <laughs> did make other games. Yeah, just not in the last
1: nine years. Well, well I, mean, I guess, no, they did Red Dead. They
0: did Red Dead too. so I guess technically... <laughs> yeah. You know, Rock, Rockstar back in the day used to move, you know, a mile a minute. Now they're moving, you know, a mile a decade, I guess?
1: Yeah, I'd say a decade. Yeah. Yeah, because it's been nine years that GTA Five is just releasing again.
0: Because here we hear... Here, uh. it's, it's the classic joke that you see, like, ten times on Reddit each day. GTA, there were three GTAs on one console and now there's one GTA on three consoles. So
1: yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's the, it's it's
0: the meme that doesn't go away every, every day. I'm almost guaranteed to find it somewhere because somebody thinks it's still funny today. I don't know why.
1: Uh, because I mean, it just keeps becoming relevant because GTA is like, Hey, we're releasing on fridges. And then, oh no, if,
0: if somebody (laughs) puts it out when they show a new trailer for it, I'm like, okay, fine. That's topical. But on a random Wednesday, like three months after the last trailer they did for it, I'm like, guys, we we, 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 we get the joke. We got it.
1: Yeah, Find new
0: memes. (laughs) Have you seen Reddit? It's literally repost after repost. That's all it is.
1: It is. It is. It's very tough going on Reddit sometimes. Sometimes it's great. And sometimes it's like, oh, gosh.
0: Well, considering the internet in general, it's almost usually negative. But hey, can't always be that. Uh, we'd always go back to the good old days where there was no internet. And I actually just completely changed my mind. That's a bad idea. I, I like the internet. Yeah, Internet's kind of cool now that I think about it.
1: We should just make it for people who are very negative. They have to go back on dial-up. So they still have internet, but it's going to be a lot slower. And they can't just type and do everything they want right away. They have to actually like take their time. So by the time they're halfway into it, they're like, ah, I don't even want to post this.
0: Dial-up internet on a computer that can only run Half-Life 2 at, at uh, 10 frames per second at best. Oh. Oh boy, <laughs> that's... Ooh. That That almost sounds like execution at that point, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, this goes back to the bullet time thing. Is 10 frames
0: per second kind of like slow bullet time? There, there you go. You're stuck in it the whole game. You're right. Chrono Cross isn't actually got problems. It's it's just a mechanic they are slowing things down for you, the player.
1: <laughs> yeah. They call it running bullet time where you're just trying to run somewhere but it goes slow to show how epic it is that you're trying to go left
0: also it's it's not something you can activate it just decides when it wants to do it and apparently it's a lot of the time so you know, it
1: is it is a lot i was surprised how much it was i thought it was only going to be in battles nope go into a town go into an go anywhere it's just constant like on off on off crazy
0: So we never got to have this conversation on the first episode because there was actually stuff to talk about. I know it was shocking that -hmm. on the first episode of A Retro Podcast, there were actually some news stories to go through. So that was kind of fun. (laughs) So on a first episode, this would have made sense. But hey, second episode isn't too late. First episode, part two. What is the (laughs) first game that you can remember playing?
1: So the very first game I can remember playing, and this was even before I was a gamer, I would call it, it's just that my parents had picked up an NES for me and my sisters when we were young because it was like the hot item. And it, I get, you know, you have three kids and it's like everybody's talking about it, I guess, at school. Um, and we got the NES and it came with the Duck Hunt slash uh, Mario Brothers 1. The first game I remember playing was definitely Duck Hunt. I wasn't very good at it like normally. So I was young and just at the screen. With it, like, right here. It's like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, this game's easy. I like to shoot ducks. You know, pretty easy stuff when you cheat. Um, But I do remember playing that. And then, of course, playing um, Mario Brothers as well. Never getting far, never getting close to beating it. I would, like, get to the first warp pipe, end up somewhere much harder, and die and lose all my lives pretty much right away, and then have to start over. So I'd try it a couple times. I'd play the first two levels a lot, and then I would just stop. It was almost like a demo for me.
0: I remember the first time that I ended up playing Duck Hunt at a friend's house because I never owned an NES growing up. I was always I was the Genesis kid. That was my first console. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember thinking the light gun was so cool. And I'm like, man, technology is never going to get cooler than this. I can shoot stuff at my TV. And then of course we get to the point that we're now getting with VR, where we both might own a, a PlayStation VR two someday, and we're yeah. going to be playing like the the Horizon VR game. We're going to be playing like some like like third like or triple a like you know sony first party vr like first person shooter game it's going to be all over the bloody like place in terms of how unreal it is and we're going to be sitting there being like yeah this reminds me just like duck hunt (laughs) (laughs)
1: technology didn't get better it's still the same (laughs) it's
0: you know event i mean wasn't there a game that was done that was almost like you playing duck hunt and then you getting sucked into like the game for real by like some like serial killer i
1: don't remember this but that's probably something that exists
0: there i remember seeing it there there was this vr game that people would play and it was like you it it looked like it was just you playing like a retro light gun game and then it turned into like this horror game where a guy was actually stalking you from within the video game and then got out and like attacked you in your house like creepy shit like that (laughs) nope that's when the vr comes off (laughs) i'm like bye but like (laughs) <laughs> Duck Hunt's one of those games too that like most people will remember um you know very fondly if you were old enough to do so. I'm looking it up, I think it's if it's the one I'm thinking of, it's yeah, it's called Duck Season. It oh. Is is a game where it's where it's like that. Where it's that where it's that horror VR thing. It's yeah, just it's, it's fucking terrifying. weird. I know it's it's specifically made too by like a part of a company that did um like a s like a YouTube channel that used to do like action videos all the time, but I can't think of what their name was. But it was something cool like that. And I remember seeing that and being like, I feel like I would rather just play Duck Hunt, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, then that, yes, I would hook up the NES immediately. That I would do, 100%. It's funny that you mentioned you were the Genesis kid. Because the first consoles I consider having, because this is when I actually became a gamer and it was about like me playing. It was a Sega Genesis and a Game Boy. Because um, I had a Game Gear and it was horrible. And my parents returned it because it would die after like 15 minutes. And we couldn't tell if it was broken or not. But it turns out that's just Game Gear, Game Gear with batteries. Um, and they returned it to whatever store it was back then. And um, we got the Sega Genesis instead. Because for some reason, they were also the same price at the time. And I actually remember getting Sonic 2 in the mail because there was a mail-in rebate. You got Sonic 1 with the system, but Sonic 2 had just released. You mailed in this coupon and they mailed Sonic 2 to you. And I remember running to the mailbox, opening it, and there was the package that had Sonic 2 in it. And I like ran in and played it. And now then Sonic again is still over here because that was like forever.
0: So so like out of breath, you're going,
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then probably fell on my face. And yeah,
0: (laughs) there was a lot of crying. Yeah, at at least, you know, five band-aids, a couple of kisses to make it better. And then finally got to go play some games. Worth it totally worth it. Um totally worth it. <laughs> for me like the Psycho Genesis is going to be my first game or first console. Um there are a lot of things that people would have guesses like my first game and you'll never guess the one that I did first cuz it's it's completely random. It's Tommy Lasorda's baseball.
1: <laughs> wow. Cause... this explains why you play so much MLB the Show.
0: Yeah, that's probably part <laughs> of it. I mean, it may also be because I grew up playing baseball as a kid. So that might that might have been a part of it. You know, maybe yeah, my love for baseball comes it. from something but yeah. that was the first one only because i think back in the day like i think my dad just got it off a friend who didn't want it anymore and you know he if they were they were going to buy me games they weren't going to buy anything that they didn't have a fucking clue what it was so they just saw yeah. uh, they just saw Tommy Lasorda and they're like i know who that is he's a baseball player that's going to be good for my kid and you play the game and it kind of sucks it's it's not even close to like the the best baseball game on the console like, no. I can go back and play, like, World Series Baseball, 94. You can go to the Super Nintendo in that age, and you can play games like Ken Griffey Jr.'s um, Slugfest. You've got Super Batter Up if you want to go real, real, like, no, no like, specialty stuff. There's so much more. And then Tommy Lasora's Baseball was like, hey, let's have a really, really bad gameplay system with graphics that, like, the players look like jelly beans that are like molding a little bit and like sticking out on the side. Like Dang. they, they, they really didn't do the best job at making it, making it look that great. Although you you put a real baseball player's name to it, like Tommy Lasorda. And you're like, well, I don't know if they're going to put try that hard, but I guess because it was a launch title, you got to accept it.
1: Yeah. I, I've, true.
0: I've gone back and played it. It is not even like, in the top five games from like that era that I would even play. That was baseball wise. (laughs) There's so much else that you can be playing. That's better than that. So it's, it's one of those cases. It's weird how like a lot of the things that I'm really into, what the first things are that I ever played, like Tommy Lasora's baseball is my first video game ever, which is not a really widely pan or widely remembered game. My first wrestling show I ever watched was WrestleMania nine, which is one of the worst wrestling shows they ever put on. Okay. So, like, and I'm trying to think what my first anime might have been. It might have been Fooly Cooly, so never mind. Anime's cool. Anime's perfectly fine. <laughs> but, like, it seems like most of the things I get really into, I usually pick the worst things to start with, and somehow I stick with it. So, it prepares me for playing a, gu- a glutton for punishment. Well, I guess that makes sense. We're gamers. We are constantly getting punished for liking the things oh, yeah. that we like. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, in terms of, like, the actual, like, first game that, like, I actually, like, played a bunch, that that would 100% have been Sonic 3. I, oh, I yeah. never owned... Actually, it's a lie. I own two, but I think three was the one that like I really got into. And that's the one that like and I've and I've done a speed run of it on the YouTube channel for Pixel Play, which I believe is still there. So you guys can find it. You know, that's one of the very few games like as a kid, I remember going back and playing and being like, holy shit, like I'm getting real good at this game. Yeah, And you realize, oh yeah, that's because it's all I've played for like a month, and I keep playing the first two levels because after that I start sucking, and of course you're going to get better at it. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, oh, Angel Island. Oh, Sonic 3 was such a good game. So I played so much of that. I One day, I was out with friends in like my mid-20s, and I came home just obliterated drunk. And um, the person, the girl I was living with at the time... Uh, she was out with her friends, and she had messaged she's gonna be me another couple hours, cause I guess I got home early. And I was like, all right, what am I gonna do? So I put on the Sega Genesis collection on uh, PS3, and I was like, I'm gonna play Sonic 3. And I was like, obliterated drunk. I'm like, oh, how a thing. Blew through it in 45 minutes, beat the final boss, like went right beginning to end, just destroyed the game. Probably the best I've ever done in my entire life. And I probably hadn't even touched it in like 15 years, 10 years, who knows. But it's just, like, muscle memory, especially Sonic. There's just something about it. Maybe it's just 2D platformers, but, like, once you get good at it, it's just, yeah, it's all muscle memory.
0: It's like how there's so many things that, like, after a while you just pick up, like... I you still remember like most of the codes for for Saban's Blitz uh, in Final Fantasy VI? Like you still mm-hmm. remember certain bosses and games, what their weaknesses are. There's still like secret areas that you remember. Like for for God's sakes, there like there are people that still remember cheat codes. Like people still know how to spawn tanks in GTA Three. Like it's you know the side of their hand because it's yeah. just something you did so many times that it's hard to forget.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Like uh, Sega Genesis had Aladdin. I remember if you paused the game and it was A, B, B, A, A, B, B, A, skip to the next level. (laughs) One time I couldn't beat one of the last levels. It was so hard. I was like, screw it. And I just started skipping through until I saw the credit.
0: Is there a code for like the Lion King where you can just skip the whole game and actually beat it?
1: Mm, I don't know. That one I never owned because I played it at a friend's house. And I was like, this is so hard. I'm never, ever requesting this for my birthday or Christmas, which was how you got games back in the day.
0: Yeah, like there's always that time where you go to a friend's place and they have like three games and you've already played like one of them to death. You don't really want to play it. So you got a choice of two and you pick one and it's the hardest fucking game ever because those that's how they were designed back then. They were designed so that they cost $80 and you don't feel ridiculous for buying it because you don't finish it in two hours. It takes you two years because it, it's intentionally meant to hurt you. You know, Ninja yeah. Gaiden would come to mind. Oh. But I mean, even for... um. For kids, like I am, at, I remember the first time I went to a friend's house and tried to play Super Punch Out, and it would whip my ass. Like you get past Gabby J, and then after that, I was like, "Wow, this is ridiculous." And then we all, like at a birthday party, we all collectively were trying to beat it, and I think we got as far as the clown, the, the like the oh. clown that's like bear that looks like Bear Hugger, but it's just a reskin that makes him look like a clown. Yeah. And we couldn't fucking do it. Like we tried like twenty times, and it just wasn't happening. Oh, and I've gone back and tried to start. play, like, the original Punch-Out, and there still are points in that game where I'm like, this is like Dark Souls. I like this, but I don't want to go through this because I hate dying.
1: Yeah, it hurts. Like, it's fun, and it's like, oh, I'm going to keep trying. And eventually you're like, I don't want to keep trying. I hate you. You've ruined my day.
0: <laughs> well, it's fun. We were talking about how uh, remasters are bad. Like, I think one of the best, like... I guess it's technically a remake in a way, but, like, when Punch-Out! got redone for the Wii, I don't think I've ever seen a game that took its original source material and, like, gave it that much care. Which, by the way, was done by Canadians, so that's why it was so goddamn good. Of course. But, like, I I remember playing that and going, okay, this is taking everything that I remember from Punch-Out! and then just making it look, like, super fucking cool and funny and really charming and giving, like, all these characters, like, so much more than just being... You know, oh, this is this is the Indian guy. Oh, this is the Spanish guy. Oh, this is oh. the Japanese guy. Now they gave them, like, like little extra quirks. They got voiceovers now, so you can get, like, little, little tidbits out of it. Even, like, the way that they go down. Like, there's all those little things about it. And that's the kind of stuff that we want to see with, with ports and stuff. You know, obviously yeah. not everything's going to get remade. But even if you take something that's already existent and just just show that you care about it and you're not just trying to, you know, grab money out of out of your customer base. Yeah. Like that goes a long way. It's why there are certain ports out there that get brought up. And Punch-Out's one of them. I just for the life of me, I'm just blanking on a bunch of them right now. But like there's so many games that get that treatment and they end up doing really well because nostalgia sells already, but if you also sell something that's in high quality, well then it's really easy to sell to anybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you can take the concept and just give it a new modern game, but or, or but like same concept, don't change what wasn't broken. And just kind of, you know, up the experience a little bit. So like, especially with the, that's a perfect example, because I know it was the Wii, and it was using some motion controls and everything. And it worked really, really well. I, I love watching that game. I love playing that game. I mean, I haven't played it in a long time. I still love watching people play that game blindfolded because it's like, how the hell are you doing that?
0: <laughs> so, so basically, it means Zallard one doing it.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because
0: <laughs> that guy is just a fucking machine. Mm-hmm. That, that's I think that's the other thing too with like with SGDQ that I love so much is that it, it shows you games that you don't normally get to see done like with such skill. Because whenever you're used to seeing like you go on a Twitch stream and watch somebody play a game, like you'll watch the struggle. Yeah. Whereas you go, you watch like SGDQ or AGDQ and you get to see like games that you love just get absolutely broken. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. Like ridiculously broken.
0: And it, it, it almost hurts your feelings seeing it because then it reminds you of just how bad of the game you are. And here's this person who, <laughs> yeah, they've probably played it like a thousand times more than you ever have, but it still hurts
1: yeah it hurts
0: you're like man i can't even beat this game and here's this son of a bitch doing it in like a tenth of the time that most people finish it in that's not fair
1: no no it's not it's so like i love watching it but also it's like i've actually had it where i've picked up some games that i saw them speed run through um and then i try it myself and i'm like i can't beat the first level like what the heck is happening why is this so hard i just saw somebody beat this blindfolded wearing headphones and they got through every level, and it was fine. Why am I struggling?
0: There's still going to be a day that I finally try Hollow Knight, and I'm afraid to do so because I know it's going to kill me.
1: I technically have Hollow Knight on almost every system except my Switch because it was a PlayStation Plus one. I think it's on Game Pass, and I own it on Steam. (laughs) But I haven't played it yet. I don't even know where I'd play it. Like, Which location do I sit and try this game?
0: So the last thing I wanted to talk about before we get to the end of our show here, uh, one more potential. It's not its not confirmed yet, but the trademark has been renewed by Square, of course, because Square likes to constantly bait their fans. Uh, t- in Japan, specifically, for Tactics Over. Yeah. Which yep. an- is another game that I haven't played, but I'm a big Tactics guy, so... You know, that would be a cool thing, because I don't think we've seen a game since, like, I think PSP is the last one they brought it to.
1: I think, yeah, that sounds right. PSP,
0: yeah. Because originally, was it originally a PS1 game, or were there ones before it? I remember them, I think there was, like, a
1: Tactics Ogre 64, or there was talks of one. I don't know if it ever actually even ended up getting made. Oh, that's a good question. Was there one on, like, Super Nintendo? I almost feel like that was a, there was, like, a Super Nintendo and then a PS1 or something.
0: Let's see here, because that's a series that I'm not 100% familiar with. So, let's see. The original game, yeah, Super Famicom, and then re-released for PlayStation. It was also on Saturn. So, it looks like a game that kind of got, like, redone over and over. Because yeah. it was officially on Super Famicom, only in Japan in 95, then re-released for Sega Saturn in 96 and then on PlayStation 97, and then we got it in 98.
1: Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so technically,
0: so it's, it's, it debuted on three different consoles over the course of like three years.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, the sounds square, all right.
0: But that's definitely a game that like... I mean, every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, that's Tactics.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just Tactics. There's, it's, there's it's, kind
0: of no way around it.
1: No. I'm assuming that... Um... Like obviously that game would have come out first. They probably had it come out. It probably did well. And I wonder if Square was like, "Wow, this this genre will do pretty well. Um, we maybe we should apply this to our Final Fantasy series because that's so well known. It should have one of these." Well, I if here's, that's actually how that came about.
0: Here is the weird thing. So let me let me pull up the Tactics Ogre Wikipedia again just so I can match up the dates because it's kind of strange how this came out for us. Mm-hmm. So. Officially, Tactics Ogre came out in 95, like I said. The PlayStation version came out September 25th, 1997. Which is interesting because in Japan, Final Fantasy Tactics came out in June of 1997 and then was released in America in January of 1998, four months before Tactics Ogre. Oh, it's so confusing. <laughs> Square has a real problem when it comes to naming things. And yes. releasing things
1: yeah i'm surprised they didn't call it like final fantasy tactics over 35 over two first dream of the ogre dream kingdom hearts 2.8 2.8 why oh good um yeah i'm still waiting for
0: with- 2.9 square what the hell man yeah you went from 2.8 to 3 what happened what happened to two point one, two, three, four, five, six, and 7 what the hell guys actually i think 2.5 actually does exist Oh yeah, doesn't 2.8 add something? 2.8 I think 5? adds some of the PSP stuff, I think.
1: okay. So they're like, that's point three of a game.
0: They couldn't just call it Kingdom Hearts Complete Collection. You know, they could yeah, they but... couldn't do something like that. Or like the Kingdom Hearts uh pieces of heart collection or you know, any anything else. Like, no, they had to go like final chapter prologue two point eight. Final <laughs> chapter to... I think it's the actual okay. I gotta search this up now. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, I did. I, I had the words right, but the wrong order. It is officially Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue.
1: What the heck? That's so. That's so ridiculous. Why? I don't even. Is that? Is all? Are all the games on there? I don't even know. Is that like Final Fantasy? Is that Final Fantasy? I think. I think. Kingdom I think. It, well, it's
0: only 2.8, so there clearly there's something missing.
1: Yeah. Is, is Kingdom Hearts one in there? Or do I have to get one point five and two point eight?
0: Yes, I don't know well <laughs> oh uh, I, I I thought it was cool to see the tag exogers at least potentially making a comeback. It may not happen here mm. I mean most stuff usually gets released here now. I mean it's still crazy that live alive is gonna be or yeah, live alive is gonna be coming to the states for the first time in like ever yeah because it's been around it's been out for thirty years and it's getting like the octopath right. coat of paint, which I think is so cool.
1: Yeah, this is, yeah, because Square has these really good remasters where they're this 2.5, you know, HD kind of, like, pixel-aided graphics, you know, in the Octopath Traveler style. They're doing it with Dragon Quest three, I think it is, and then Live Alive, and, no, I think actually just those two. Yeah, but, like, that's fantastic. Like, I love that they're doing that for some of these games. And, um, but then also they're the same people putting out Chrono Cross at 15 frames per second, where it's just like, here's your PS1 game, copy, paste. So it's very hard to tell, like, what gets the love and what doesn't get the love. And it seems like everything that gets the love is the random games that I'm also very excited to play because I never got to play Live Alive because it wasn't here. Um, and I really, really want to play it. Like, I'm very excited for that one. It's on my wish list, but... Yeah, I don't know.
0: There are a lot of games that I'd like to see re-released. Like I remember playing on emulator uh Dead Setsu* 3, which is like the third game in the in the Mana series. Yes. And I think that Dig finally get a re-release. I think that's I think that might actually be what Trials of Mana is.
1: Yeah, I think that's what Trials of Mana is. Trials of Mana is, but yeah, it's definitely like a remaster where they've redone basically the whole game from the ground up.
0: But it's it's cool stuff like that. And I and I wish more games would get that treatment. I mean, at, off the top of my head, like old old school Tales games would be nice to see come back. Yes. Like Tales of Fantasia um secret of evermore would be really cool to see come back
1: secret of evermore was such a cool concept and such a cool game
0: what's uh illusion of gaia i think is yeah illusion of gaia yeah. is one there's another one that i'm you know what i would really like to see i like to see super mario rpg make a comeback
1: that would be if that ever came back i would lose my shit that's one of my favorite rpgs of all time and it's not like i've been able to get it out of my system because I can't. I think the last system I had it on was the Wii.
0: And then Geno, Gino, still not in Smash, unfortunately. Yeah. It's just well, it's it's bullshit.
1: I think Gino's in like he he's got Trophies a me costume. Count. No, there's a me costume. I think still doesn't it. count. Yeah, no, it doesn't count. It's like they're almost like, hey, just quick little fuck. Until you, you, you <laughs> can
0: shoot rocket hands at people, it doesn't count. Where the stars come out when it hits. Aww. Yeah, exactly. Uh, huh. so all our topics are done. So unless we wanted to ramble off about square being mean to us over and over again, would be the entire show. I swear to God, yeah. we won't talk about this every single episode,
1: but no, we might talk it,
0: about it every episode.
1: Yeah. Just the first 60.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I would like to play a game with you, Chris.
1: Yeah. Here we go. Time it's to not, fail.
0: It's not going to be the same game though. What? Oh,
1: I can't <laughs> even practice. All right.
0: <laughs> no, this is going to be a different game. And it's going to be in the style of the Who Am I questions. Oh. So I'm going to give you four clues, getting easier and easier as we go, and it's going to be the name of a game.
1: Name of a game, okay.
0: So the first clue, and you, al- and you along at home can play along. But you're wrong. Eh. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> so I am a game that has been released four separate occasions, not counting digital re-releases digital only re-releases i should say so physically i have been re-released or i've been released four times physically i can't think of almost any game that's done that that's why i gotta go hard to start with holy i'll I'll add one to the clue just so that it's not completely ridiculous so i am a game that has been released four separate times uh the last time i was released it was for the game boy advance
1: oh okay oh uh i'm gonna go with
0: sonic one no that is incorrect okay all right clue number two in my game you have the choice of four playable characters with several bosses although if you speed through the game with all the secrets as much as possible you can only do two bosses in the entire game
1: metroid one
0: no four four playable characters
1: why did, I, why did I say that? Ah, <laughs> I went with the
0: bosses thing and I completely ignored the first part. Of, oh, dang it. All right, that's me. All right, now it starts getting a lot easier. Okay. You may also know me by my alternate name, Yume Kojo Doki Doki Panic. Oh, is this Super Mario Bros. 2? Yes. Ah, four playable characters. Dang it. The last clue would have been, I am most known in the West by being a game that was released by a Japanese developer who thought the actual version that would have been the sequel to its original game was too hard.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, yeah, Because
0: yeah. Japan thinks we're dumb. That's also yeah, why we did not see Final Fantasy 2, II, 3, and 5 when we were supposed to. Yeah. Oh. There, there are some interesting facts about the early days of gaming when it comes to Japan re-releasing games to us. Because here's another crazy story. We know Final Fantasy is having one, and then two, which was four, and then three, which was six. I, I need yeah. two hands for this. You six. You know what Europe's first game was in the Final Fantasy series? Uh, four, I guess. Like Mystic Quest. What? The first ever Final Fantasy game released in Europe. If I remember correctly, is Mystic Quest. That is... The first Definitely numbered the Final Fantasy they ever got was seven.
1: What? Oh, no wonder everybody in Europe loves Final Fantasy Seven <laughs> so much. They didn't know any better. It was like Mystic Quest and then that. Don't get me wrong. I actually loved Mystic Quest, but I also knew it as like the crap game. I loved it just for different reasons. A,
0: a lot of people shit on Mystic Quest, which I get it because it's not hard. No. You, you literally hold A and win, but... Somebody tell me I'm wrong on this. I think Mr. Quest has the best battle theme of any Final Fantasy game.
1: Yes! There's a metal version of it on Spotify that I listen to all the time. It was on my workout playlist. It was so good.
0: It's probably, um... It's probably, uh, gay metal.
1: Yeah, that could be it.
0: It's probably Johnny Atma that does it. Yeah. Either that... Who else does it that I know? I'm thinking, um... There's also it might not be him, but there is there's other really good game music. Like we'll, we'll 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 talk about retro music at some point. Otherwise. Exactly. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's uh, F-E-R-D-K, like Ferdy K, something like that. Okay. And he does and he does a lot of obscure stuff too. He did one for Ease 6 Ark of Napishtim, which threw me the fuck off. And I'm like, I love this song. I can't high-five you. There's a screen in the way, but goddamn. <laughs> stuff like that. Like, I love. I mean, obviously I love anybody that does retro game covers. Like you get into family jewels territory and stuff like that. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like they're all great. I love the ones though that go way off the beaten path. Yeah. Because once in a blue moon, you're like, I have no idea what game this is. And then you turn it on. I'm like, I don't know what game this is, but God damn, that sounds good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, gaming music is so good. We'll definitely have an episode where we just talk about retro game music for sure.
0: And it'll be mostly the Chrono Cross soundtrack
1: because it, it'll give us a chance to, to
0: bash square some more you know because that's what we yeah. do on show.
1: <laughs> that's what we do the bashing square podcast where we bash square but also square sponsors please
0: well this has <laughs> been a bash square in quarters thank you for joining us but yeah this has been cartridges and quarters episode two is in the books thank you so much for checking us out in the words of our great master kalen Hope it was good for you. We enjoyed it, too. Uh, if you guys enjoy this podcast, whether you're listening to us on any video or audio service, obviously, if you can give us a like, please do so. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. Searching Pixel Play Podcast on YouTube. You can find us at most places you find your audio podcast. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, where video is now a thing, too. Think. That's awesome, by the way. Yeah, um, that is awesome. Google Podcasts and many, many more. And you can also check out our link tree. Link tree is Pixel Play Podcast or Pixel Playcast. I can't remember. And it's usually, I just realized up until now, it used to be on the video screen. And Streamlabs has this lovely thing of doing where it takes a cloud image and puts it over top of the original. So I need to now reimpose the actual image that's supposed to go here because it has the link at the bottom, specifically because I don't remember what the code is. But, hey, it is what it is. It's either pixel play cast or podcast. I can only go so far on this. I can't like' suddenly be like it's actually pixel Pod play.
1: yeah, <laughs> that would be very confusing. that would
0: be very confusing, but yeah, thank you so much for checking out the show, guys. We will be back on. Well, I guess next Saturday at 10 a.m. like we always are. And then obviously the Pixel Plate Podcast, normally Tuesdays at noon, Wednesdays at noon. Oh, my God. This is...
1: Wednesdays, yeah. This, you guys th- are we on live Wednesdays. because we
0: record Tuesdays. I'm glad I didn't say Thursday when we said we released this thing.
1: <laughs> no. No.
0: Saturday morning, 10 a.m. That was also the thing with the Chrono Cross story is that we literally recorded and then a day later the story came out that actually it wasn't what the soundtrack was supposed like it was just the original soundtrack was fine and we were all like great that would have been nice to know when you miscommunicated that the day before
1: oh yeah that was a huge miscommunication on their part
0: well you know I can't even get the date straight so who am I to complain about miscommunication <laughs> this is true <laughs> but yeah pics I said see I said pixel play podcast I see how this I is did it. this is gonna keep going this is gonna be a running trick can I get through an entire episode without saying the wrong thing the answer is probably not. No, no, you can't. So fine. for Cartridge and Quarters, episode two, we thank you one last time because I'm A, terrible at ending things and B, terrible at saying them correctly. So both just end up being a double whammy. And we will see you on the next episode where, yeah, let's be honest, we're probably gonna keep bashing square because that's what we do. This is true. Yeah. Have a good night, have a good afternoon, have a good day, wherever you may be. We'll see you on the next one. Take care for now.
1: Cheers.